What's up? This is Brandon Donahue, and you're listening to the All Bass No Trouble podcast, where we talk all things hip hop, culture, music, lifestyle, and more. So kick back and join myself and my co-host Jesus as we feature our next special guest this week. Welcome, welcome, everybody. You're now tuned in to the very first episode of All Bass No Trouble. I'm your host, Brandon, co-host Jesus. We call him Wolf, though. And our very <laughs> special guest, Big Duke. What up, what up? How you living, Duke? Hey, man. You good? Another beautiful day, baby. Yeah? In sunny L.A. All right. I like it. Holidays were good to you? Yeah, holidays been good, man. It was pretty cheap this year. You right. know? <laughs> Learn everything on like, COVID. Yeah, man, I couldn't get out there COVID. Yeah. Man. It's a good excuse. Like this year, I sent, I got shit for this too. I guess it's some very white people <laughs> shit, as I was told. I took a picture with my dog uh, and yes. put Merry Christmas and sent it out 10 yes. times. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's quick. I, it's a quick go to, like, I care. Yeah. I like that. I like that kind <laughs> of yeah. white, though. Like, yeah. I wish I could, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I this told is a different kind of white. I though. told him, I was just like, I was like, yo, I'm about to start sending uh, Christmas cards every single year and doing my Christmas shopping in August. So I don't have to stress about it in December. Like, uh, I feel like. That's very mature of you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Too bad you're I'm not going to do that. But I'm not. I told it's myself good, that last bro. year. <laughs> I did I did feel a certain level of maturity when I did it though. Cause you wanna know one thing, bro, that you have to do that you don't think about is writing ten times your address and someone else's address. And that shit, bro, I've never had my hand cramp up like that before. I mean, yeah. you might just want to get stickers next time. Yeah, It's shit. a lot more efficient. That's what my uh, mom Yeah, did. yeah, see? <laughs> Smart guy, man. <laughs> All right. Anyways, moving on. We kick the show off. I'm going to ask a question. Very simple, because we drink around here. So... I'm going to ask a question. We're all going to give an answer. It's not a trivia question, right? Mm -hmm. It's just opinionated, whatever it is. Okay. And by the way, I'm freestyling all these questions. They're not cool written. Everything's a freestyle on this show. That's right. So I'm going to ask it. What is the best Kanye album? All right. No one said their answer. Okay. We're all going to say it at the same time. That way, if someone's a bitch and they don't want to drink, they can't say the same answer <laughs> as somebody. All right. all right. So on the count of three, what is the best Kanye album, in your opinion? Countdown. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Dark Fantasy. Late registration. All right. Well, we're all fucking taking a shot. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I like that. Who's, you said graduation, Duke? Graduation. That's my second. Oh, my. That's my I, second. What, you said late registration? I love late registration. I think late registration. Oh, my God. Let's Listen. take the shot first and yeah, then, we then we can we'll get, get into, into it. it. Yeah, I'll pour this <laughs> yeah, up real like, quick. Graduation is a no skip, like straight through. Like every song is a fucking movie, bro. Man, late okay. registration though. It we can, this is good. I like this. We can get into this. <laughs> is that a shot or is that a, yeah, you, we, you taking a shot at uh, trying to get me drunk? <laughs> 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 it could be either or It could be a shot to loosen Or a shot to get us drunk here Alright so cheers Well cheers to that cheers. And then we'll dive into that discussion real this quick shot cheers. Is sponsored by Jameson yeah. <laughs> oh, Hey Jameson Sponsor us Here we go Woo There it is I like that we all had different answers though Cause this, <clears throat> this leads into something for me Oh man Alright I'll I am a I'm a mega Kanye fan, by the way. Okay. I think you know this about I me. I got Yeezys on my feet, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> so much me too. I um, don't. I like those ones, by the way. I wanted to get those. Um, for me, I think the best all around. I'm talking bars because he has bars on the Dark Fantasy album. Yes. He kicks that shit off with bars. Okay. And then also production wise, yeah. for me, I think the sound and the captivatingness of that album grips me like none of his other albums just mm -hmm. like the the way he hit every track was different for me yeah and incorporated like 
then you have a song like all of the lights on there that's so like all of the lights interlude is something yeah. amazing and then <laughs> and then he that. dropped like the mini movie for that shit so for me that's why but duke duke has my number two for sure that's my number two yeah, graduation. graduation is like it was another level of music you know yeah. what i'm saying what was that like oh seven oh eight oh that's the one where he went against 50 right yes yeah oh wait no 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 oh eight was uh 808 and heartbreaks i think yeah. it like oh no, six oh seven somewhere around there oh six oh seven but game changer wonder uh, i mean yeah you know like so here's the thing is you don't have to argue with me about that Monumental yours song. is bullshit <laughs> no no you don't have to argue with me about graduation being number one because for me that was my number one for the longest time and i feel like i think as you get older maybe or you're you know what i mean whatever you go through at that moment for me it now became dark fantasy but it always was graduate like bro my excitement because I, I this was back when like ipods just came out you could like buy the album and yes. when you woke up it'd be on your you know what i mean so i was like one of the only kids on the bus being like, <laughs> <laughs> in the morning like you 7 a.m you know what throw that album off for me though what drunken hot girls that was uh, okay. that's just i mean anything with most deaf involved is just come on I mean, no, not I, no, because I, no. I love most deaf. I'm saying I didn't love that song. Oh, oh, I thought you said opposite. Because no, for me, threw, I love that. It threw it, shit. it, threw it like off. It was like, it w- yeah. I felt oh. like that song was a very. It was a filler song for sure because it was like, yes, it's a, something that you can go through the whole album and not skip anything. You you're, you're just gonna let drunken hot girls play because the beats dope. Yeah, nah. but it's just like I know that shit. But to make more argument for late registration, I mean, that song that that album starts off with the spaceship. No, that's spaceships on college dropout. Yeah, college dropout. But it starts off with the skit, and then it goes up into "Wake Up, Mr. West." That song, I feel like. That is a classic because yeah. What is it? I think the song with Adam Levine. You're talking Adam about Adam Levine. Yeah, like you're heard gonna play say? that. Yeah, heard him say. Yeah. That album has heard him say. Yeah, that crack yeah. music. Uh, what is it? Diamonds from Sierra Leone. The regular and the remix. No, the whole the whole project is fu- okay. First all of all, right, for man, me, got it. nah, 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 nah. That's <laughs> no, not number one. I'm just saying he got it. Like yeah, he, he's he's, right. he's giving his point. Yeah, because yeah. Like, I felt like people that say like I really really like College Dropout. I felt like late registration really took what Kanye wanted to do mm. to the next level because he got the arrangements, he got the orchestras, he had that budget to really. Like imagine late registration with the college dropout budget, like those strings and that production just would have been crazier. So it's like that's why I really like late registration because there was a lot of hits on late registration. Touch the sky, like radio, radio hits. Yeah, Gold Digger, Gold Digger was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like I I feel like you know looking at late registration, like Gold Digger is like not even one of my favorite songs. Like no, Diamonds from Sierra Leone with the Jay the no, Jay Z remix. The, the remix Woo! is crazy. Yeah, like that. I got it from here, Jay. Mm, yeah, like, that Woo! transition yeah. from the Kanye so verse far. to the Jay verse is crazy. So yeah. it's like that. That's why I'll say late, late registration is my favorite one. There's but a, yeah. Oh no no no, that's not on College Dropout. I was gonna say, what's that sleeper record with Jay on on College Dropout? Oh, never let never, never let me down. down. Yeah. Never yeah. let me down. Get, get up, up, I get. I get up, up I get. Yeah, that's yep. just a hard Fire. record, bro. God damn. And that's just not talked about. <laughs> no, it's not talked about. Because, because you have Jesus Walks and you have All Falls Down on that album. It's like those those songs are just big. You know, yeah. like you can be a like at that time you could be a casual Kanye fan, and you those are the only two songs that you're gonna have on your iPod shuffle. And, and trans transitioning to what you're saying as making a. a 
a big hit. I want to, um, Duke, I want you to kind of introduce yourself to people because I know you, yeah. but I still don't know a lot about you. But so I want people to learn kind of what you've done, your story, like a little background from what I know, Cleveland boy, Cleveland brave from the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Um, some know me as a manager. Some know me as a producer. Yeah. Some know me as a baker. <laughs> some know me as the vegan guy. Some, some know him as some, some know me as the weightlifter guy. I'm about to say bodybuilder. Uh, okay. Um, everything. Yeah, you know, I do some of everything, man. But let's so let's tap into that. So you you came up, and I know that you work with uh, Chip the Ripper, King yeah, Chip, yeah, yeah. a lot. Y'all are boys. So. Um, just a little background. I started out with Chip, Chip the Ripper. I actually got some of his merch on right now. This is the last collab he did with LRG. Um, but I started out managing him, um, you know, day one. That was like my start music. I was like 19. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. And shit just worked out. Crazy. You know 19. I mean? Yeah, Damn. 19, bro. Fuck. Trying to figure it out. So. Which I'm just putting in my perspective because what I do, because yeah. then, you know, I kind of fell into that role. Like, homie makes it. He needs a manager. Like, exactly. figure your shit out for me. You want to be my manager, but yeah. kind of take it serious. And you're yeah. like, well, fuck, what do I do? You Man. know what I mean? And I wasn't 19. I, yeah. You know, I'm damn near 23 at this point, which I feel yeah. like it sounds crazy to say because I'm still a baby and young at that point. But 19, you're a baby. Yeah, it's a, that's definitely a... I, I always say, like, life coming, like... Se it's, like, seven years, but, like, that... Between 19 and 23, I was a total different person. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, definitely. But. So, so what, like... So, you and Chip grew up together? Yeah, me... It's crazy. So, me and Chip, um, our families grew up together. So, our dads wow. grew up together. So, we was, Homies. like, the second generation. Wow. Yeah, like... Second generation yeah, homie. Yeah. That's dope. We, we grew up on the street called Thornhill. Okay. Um, in the Glenville neighborhood. So Glenville is like a big like uh football high school in Ohio. Like oh actually like Ohio State, all of their like um a lot of their like best players come from recruits Glenville. and shit come from there. You know okay. What I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, like inner city, you know, this the hood blues, but you know, a lot of great stories, a lot of good, you know, barbecue restaurants and you know, a lot of dopeness there too, man. Got a lot got all my swag from there for sure. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. So so what when it happened, right? Because, I mean when Chip's starting to catch his buzz mm -hmm. and you're, you're 19 at this point, like yeah. what was that feeling like though? Uh -huh. Like, is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause like for me, I remember like something happens. You're like, Oh, we on, we out of yeah. here. We, we got it. And it's, like, it doesn't, it does not happen like that. Every, every time, you, every what? time you think like, Oh, if I did that, we on, I'm, I'm like, I'm good. My family's, but that's not <laughs> yeah, real in well, music business. Just that yeah, is not realistic. Just at to all. piggyback off of him. At what point did you know it's like yeah. okay, like we can take this full time with what we want to do? I, yeah, I, I think uh, like just to kind of give it background on like how we were starting out, we was like literally like burning CDs with like music on it, and like putting our phone number yeah. on there. Yeah, so like because also like, kids, this streaming wasn't happening. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> it was no streaming. It was no blogs. Yeah, it's literally. Put the CD in the car and ride to that shit. Yeah. And this is like oh, when man, the, CD era, bro, man. man. What? This CD is like era. when the bootleg man was prominent in the yeah. era. So uh -huh. If y'all don't know what bootleg man, it's the guy who take he buys the CDs or gets the CDs yeah. somehow, he copies them and he sells copies of them. So you pull up on him at your local gas yeah. station or corner store. He and got he it. has these CDs. He got the new whatever you want to he got the shit, right? <laughs> he got the shit. Yeah. So so when the bootleg the man shit. started bootlegging our shit, we was platinum in the hood. That's how I felt, bro. Damn. Yeah. So see, that's such a different like to be like hold on the man bootleg our cds like yeah. hold I mean, on we made it i feel it. like that's a good point because it's like 
the bootleggers are not gonna bootleg anything if it's not making no, money. No, it gotta no. be the shit. People gotta be asking yeah. for it. Now so. it's like, what playlist can I get? That was <laughs> yeah, it. exactly. For real. It's and like, she, who can, you know, who, what fucking TikToker can I have post my shit? It exactly. seemed like, b- back to your point, it's just like, it, artists always say like, the streets were fucking with it. Mm. And that's, that. that's essentially that's what that true, is. Bro. It's like, yeah. You know the cars are playing it. They're getting yeah. it from the bootleggers. They're organically this is getting even before it before LimeWire days, where you could download I, shit, bro. Well, see, you would download it, put it on a fucking CD, burn yeah. it, and then give it to your homies. So it's like, Facts. so it's like at that point, it's like it really was organic in the sense that it was, it, it it's coming from a place, and then it's organically just spreading out, you know, yeah. through the bootlegger or bro, through you. You know, you were handing yeah, in, out the an internet plug, bro. I used to be like the internet plugger in high school in the sense of music. <laughs> I saw so no, <laughs> I was, I was, I was so about? like I was like the, I was like the and first of all, people know this about me. <laughs> I was like the kid where I would just persistently like obsess over downloading, downloading, listening, and like organizing my iTunes library, yes, right? You know shit. what I mean? Making it look, yes. like, put the artwork with it. Flawless. Yeah, All yeah, the yeah. ID3 yeah. tags yeah. were so, on but, that but, shit. So here's the thing is this shit literally... <laughs> This shit caught wind because, like, I was on the ball team, and I would always, people would be like, yo, ask me what what the new shit is. Like, no, 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 because I swear to God, I discovered Drake on Cape Cod. (laughs) I should have been his manager. Anyway, but, like, no, so everyone would always ask me, and it got to a point where, like, people would always walk up and be like, yo, my iPod, fill it with as much as you can. Oh, wow. And I started charging them. I used to do that, too. Let me get 50. Let me get 50 on you, you know what I mean? But I was, like, the internet, like, I was always looking for the leaks if an album came. And th- what's what's cool? You know what what streaming took away from? There was something about bro. I used to be able to download an album yes. a week before it dropped. Oh yeah, and I would be like, oh oh y'all y'all hear the new shit? Oh no, you didn't. You know what I mean? Now oh, it's yeah. like we all get it at the same time. Like I yeah. used to be on like digital drip, hot new hip hop before it was like commercially digital hot new hip hop. That oh, piff, God. come on, yeah, yes. all the shit where you could like leak it and plug it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well. I mean, the the counter argument to that would be then you can't, there's like, yes, there's that element of surprise where you're getting an album a week early. Mm, If you know you were on those websites, but now people, you can do the surprise drops. Like, for example, the Beyonce album that dropped a couple years ago. It was just like, it dropped. If you're not reading this, it's too late. Exactly. It's it's yeah. a. I feel like it's a phenomenon now. It's an event where yeah. it's like, do you remember the day that Drake dropped? Uh, it's the, just I, evolution. Shit, I do. It's, and the thing is, I evolution, do. Bro. You see, yeah, I do. I remember all. smoking up in my dorm room with my homies, <laughs> chilling, and all of a sudden, like one homie just looked over and went, Drake, bro, bro. and looking. If you're reading, it's not too. And, and all of us scattered to our rooms, <laughs> and I put my headphones in. I just sat, and Legend came on, and I was just like. I mean, I was like in my, like just by myself. But that there was a, there's an excitement that I remember that moment. And see, and that's the thing. I feel like that's what's those events are what streaming is now. Because like I agree with you. Like I, I was on those like websites looking for the hot new artists or new music that was coming out. You know, as a DJ, you always want that new stuff. You always want to be putting people on uh, music. So it's like. Where can I find the most exclusive music? And it was like, there was a rush, you know, just getting out of school, getting out of class. I'm going to just go hit up the blogs and see what I can find. Um, but it's like, now you just, like you said, you go on a playlist. Yeah, no, you just go on Spotify, album, you, you know, and you just fit SoundCloud. And it's like, yeah, you look for a playlist and 
find the mood and then you just start playing it. It's not the same for me. It's like, you, you know, every Friday there's going to be a new album yeah. that drops or new music that drops. It's like, oh, let me go to the, new, the Spotify new releases and then yeah. we'll find it but on you know, you I mean, you still can make playlists though. It just don't. It ain't, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, no yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah. It just ain't the same. So uh, what's, what's crazy to me too is, so when you went... Because you went from manager to producer now. Mm -hmm. if, if people don't know this, Duke is a very talented producer. He did the whole project EP that we did with Roland called yeah, Don't Overthink It. Roland. Yeah, shout out to Ro. You know, he's a little bit involved. In <laughs> 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 but no, so, I mean, how? what was that trend? Were you always like, because in, in like the back of your mind sometimes, you're thinking like, okay, well, my homie's about to get on. Like, he needs me to do this. Cool, I'm going to do it. But like the whole time where you're like, I want to be a producer? Or by Man. getting involved in music, yeah. were you like, I want to be a producer? So even to like start in music, like one of the first things I did in music, I was in like the band when I was in elementary school. I used to oh, be wow. playing the keys and stuff. Nice. And um, when I got in high school... I was like the dude that chopped and screwed the music. Oh, okay. So I was on like some DJ type shit. Yeah. And, and then my boys had this group called DJ Duke. Exactly. Which which is now we now the slab, but at the beginning it was called like Seven Carrots. So I was kind of like the the manager slash the dude that chops the music DJ type. Doing doing it all. Yeah. So I went to college and um. I was trying to use Fruity Loops and shit. I just couldn't understand Fruity Loops. And I had like the oh, worst wow. laptop on earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit had like a gig of RAM and yeah. shit. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, it'd take an hour just to load anything up. So uh, I'm like waking my roommate up and shit. And, um, you know, so that that was essentially the uh, idea. Like, oh, that was always something I wanted to do. And, um, you know, when I finally figured that shit out, I just kind of took off with it. Shout out to my boy Fly Ty. Um, he's a rapper in Cleveland. He showed me how to use Fruity Loops, man. And you know what I'm saying? Crazy. That shit changed my life. And so. So, like, if from what I understand, too, is like Cleveland, like, it's like a anyone that comes out of there is like family. Cause like, I know a lot of the Cleveland boys that you know, like yeah. MGK, Cuddy, like, you've oh, yeah. come in just because you're from Cleveland. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like Cleveland is one of those cities with rap and music and shit where it's not like yeah. if you from there and you get in a room with someone and you say that like yeah. it's it's a respect it's a love like yo cool oh, yeah. it doesn't matter like i feel like status or where you are oh, like yeah. if you no, a cleveland boy all. and even you know what i mean so and so yeah. like you it's love like yeah. i think that's dope about cleveland movement i, I, I me I, I always was one of the people that i was engulfed in like it's like how you look to like finding music. Yeah. My thing was like finding a new artist in Cleveland. Yeah. So and then connecting them with like the right person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before I knew what the fuck I was doing that with anything in music. Wow. I wanted to connect dots like that way. So I was like, Oh, you rap? Oh my dude, he make beats, man. Let me take you over his house. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah. that's how I came plug across it. a Just lot of Just being the plug. Yeah. yeah. That me. way anyone ever knows. Like, How'd y'all meet? Oh, Duke. Like, yeah. and it comes a name. It comes a name you at that point. I mean? Who's this Duke dude? Everyone, you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. As far as the 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 Ohio like hip hop scene, like yeah. you, you're saying you just wanted to connect. Like what was like a catalyst in that community where it's just like, yo, we can all go here and I'm gonna find hip hop. Yeah artists i'm gonna find djs whatever whatever what what was that catalyst because i feel like every city that has a good oh, yeah. hip-hop scene has that catalyst I, I would say um it was like peabody's which is an old like venue it's not there anymore um the metropolis i've mm -hmm. seen that like in a uh, kelly vision right oh, Peabody, yeah, yeah. definitely peabody's is yeah. like the like if you was trying to like get on like you could get that's on stage you or you to? could pay to like open up for anybody mm. type Damn, vibe or, or you could like sell tickets to mm. open up for them yeah um and then you know that's that's what kind of brought together like some of our, our early ideas you know what i mean like like chips first uh 
his first project we was working on, we was trying to figure out like the name from it. And then we like, yo, how the fuck we gonna get everybody in Cleveland to fuck like with rock it. with this? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So we end up coming with this idea called Bitch I'm from Cleveland. So it was like, <laughs> nah, it's like a whole brand, people got tattoos and yeah. all that shit. But like our thing was like we put together this project, Chip is on a bunch of songs, and then we kinda, you know, do collabs with different artists and we put everybody who's dope on mm-hmm. this project. So yeah, yeah. because you know how cities are, man. Like if people don't know each other, they don't support each other, right? But if they got a common reason to support each other, then yes. it becomes bigger. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And then you're also yeah. tapping into whoever their fans are, their audience, their exactly. listeners are. Exactly. Like yeah. Exactly. That's dope. So and that and it wasn't even I don't even necessarily say like we was like concerned with like fans at the time. Yeah. Like it was more so like getting Cleveland to fuck with you. Yeah. It was like, yeah. yo, how do I become I, the biggest? And thing I feel in like Cleveland? that's that's huge. No, it is huge because it's to get your hometown backing because once you have that and yeah. that's what that's what MGK did. When, oh yeah. He had Cleveland lace up. Like everyone yeah. knew him and everyone yeah. from Cleveland was like, Yeah, this is the boy. And I see yeah. that that's the thing, it's just like I feel like the most difficult part for you know anybody coming up it's i want my hometown to fuck with me yeah. so it's like, yeah. and it's usually the hometown the one that's most critical about oh, what you're course, doing because they know you they exactly. see you every day which like, is like man you ain't shit you pissed on yourself <laughs> <every day. laughs> exactly <laughs> it's, it's, it is so crazy because i'd be throwing mad shade about like sometimes and i mean this ain't to like hate on anybody but it's like for for what me and ro do in music like for us we want that backing of yeah. hometown and it's yeah. almost like you gotta fight for people to root for no, you at no this most, point yeah. and, it, and it makes and i always ask that question i'm like if someone was doing what we were doing in music or mm-hmm. a, or anything any endeavor yeah i would be rooting for them 100 percent yeah like Megan Trainers from the same town. Oh we're wow, from. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she when she made it, yeah. um, I mean, I don't really know her that well. I knew uh-huh. like uh, acquaintances of her and her family, or whatever. But like when she made it, it was it was crazy that she's from the little the town same, that we're yeah. from. Wow. You know what I mean? But for us, it's like I got, you know what I mean. I gotta like fight for people to like yeah. repost, but which it's, is crazy it, to me. It's like what Duke was saying is this is like yo like everybody knows you from when you were a kid you know when you were yeah. in elementary school yeah so it's like especially small towns so too like we're from a small on. town yeah and, and so it, it's like people i feel like yeah. when you're small town rather than big city mm-hmm. everyone can be like oh motherfucker, i knew you when you were doing this yeah. like you know what i mean instead of when it's a big city and certain people can know mm-hmm. you but, it, but I, even even when you're from a big city you're still from a neighborhood and everybody from that neighborhood yeah. or everybody from that school stills knows knows you so it's just yeah. like you know whether uh, you know, you start popping off, whatever. There's always going to be those people where that are from your city that are just like, I know him. Yeah, I know yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just like, yeah, this shit. You know, I'm just. Like, <laughs> and it's good, you know. <laughs> and it's good. They might keep you humble, yeah. or they will keep you humble. But mm-hmm. it's just like, okay. But like, th- those are the hardest people that that you have to please. But I think at the well, end of the day, let like, me ask you a question. What do you think it is that gets those people to 100% back you, and you don't have to like? Almost not like yeah. not like force it, but like you know what I'm saying, like make posts and say yeah. where are my people at. You know what I mean? Like what just makes people do it? You can't you can't guarantee that from anybody. No, because it's 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 like some you know it's like like and it's and I love Cleveland to death, right? Yeah, and it was like a drop off from Chip when we start going other places. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, when we started yeah, like when going start to doing Chicago, other and yeah. especially we moved to LA, they're like, "Oh man, they moved it." You know what I'm saying? They out yeah. of here. Like, like the great thing MGK did was he kept it. He kept it so local that even when he slid here, he would just be in Cleveland so much that it's like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it, it's like either people will or they won't. You know what I'm saying? You can't guarantee that they'll connect. But I feel like when once you 
you hit like a certain level, motherfuckers just got to be like, all right. You know, yeah. they just want to be like, hey, man, you know, he from here, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me let you know. Because a lot of people didn't know Cuddy was from Cleveland. You know, Which a lot is of people, crazy you know, to me. Like, he, he was on that Cleveland is that. Come on, like, yeah. you did that from the jump. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you Which know, to me is, I'm sorry, but Cle like, Cuddy the GOAT of Cleveland for me. Oh, yeah, like, Cuddy that's, that's I mean, and how'd, wait, how'd y'all feel about uh, Man on the Moon 3? I gotta, I gotta dive in, bro. Gotta I, dive in, I yeah. was just telling him, like, I, I just started back, like, listening to music like crazy. Yeah. So I need to listen through that one, too. Like, yeah. I might need to take, like, a run to that joint. Yeah. I, and, I uh, skimmed, I had it playing while I was working. Yeah. And the production is good. Yeah. Um, the one that I really paid attention to was the Pop Smoke song, and I think Skepta was on it. Okay. Skepta yeah. is on that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I listened to that one. That one's fucking sick. Um, but yeah, I really need to take a deep dive on that album because my cousin is a huge, huge. Yeah. For me, fan. it was for me it was huge because it's like the first. I mean, people say it's the first one in like ten years. Like he didn't drop like Indica and fucking. Well, what's the other the one? Man on the Moon, though. Yeah, it's yeah, the, the Man the on the Moon series. series. It's part of that. Is what it is. So. Yeah. And yeah. for me, you know, it's I. I feel like I can find appreciation in an artist when they do put something out and it's it's not diving into what everyone thinks it needs to be. Mm -hmm. yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. everyone's like, it's not. Well, yeah, because it's not supposed to be Man on yeah. the Moon one and two. He's a different human at this point. Exactly. He's giving a different. I mean, from what I understand, Evolution, bro. Yeah, yes. he was. He's doing different things in his life when he was making those albums, oh, and now sure. he's in a different place, which yeah. is like hear the music, and you can hear it. For me, in this album, you could hear. I feel like his pure happiness as like mm -hmm. an artist and a man, which is dope. And then also, the, the yeah. I mean, he just makes music that other people don't make. That's I feel that's like what he true. always has is originality in the sense oh, of yeah, when yeah. Cuddy drops an album, no one else is mm -hmm, and doing them hums and shit. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, like he inspired a whole generation of artists too. Because yeah. at that time, like yeah, there was Kanye doing his thing, but obviously, well, you gotta understand, eight oh eight. You know, from a from the personal side of that, eight oh eight comes from Cuddy. Heavily yeah. influenced by Cuddy. He's on the, isn't he on the? He's on the first record, he, isn't he, he? Yeah, he wrote a lot of the records. He wrote a yeah. lot of the records on yeah. that. And going back to great Kanye albums, eight oh eight was uh, a turning point in hip hop. Not just yeah. in his career, yeah. but hip hop. But yeah, like you were saying, Kid Cuddy wrote a lot of those records on there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just think about all the artists that were inspired by that album oh, exactly yeah, yeah. like i mean you hear it you hear a lot of like uh you see travis scott travis scott drake oh, yeah. drake yeah Lil uzi everybody so it's like yeah. at, at, as you also have to give a lot of credit to kid cuddy because kid cuddy uh wrote a lot of that record yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like well, you, you know what i call just not to cut you off well, i always say music like that frees people because yes. it's like they have it yeah. in them right but then when you hear somebody else comfortably doing things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it frees you you know what i mean it does yeah. the same thing as a, like a producer as well like for different like styles and stuff yeah you know what i mean because i i feel like i'm not an artist but i feel like as an artist most of the times you're insecure about what you are going to put out so yes it's like, yeah. in your head a lot like yeah. that's a lot of the th on the management side of things when i first learned it it was like oh like if you're talking about like oh how do we make like a, how do we make this record pop right you know yeah. what i mean like how do we get that record mm -hmm. how do we get here but for me i think what i learned was first of all that's that's not what it is anyone i've ever met that truly makes it it's when the artist gets to a point of making pure music and happiness that they're just bringing to the table exactly. and then people can relate to it I've they always see this they see this side yeah. where it's like hold on this this guy gets it now i've always said that yeah. and that's i feel once you're able to relate to uh, whether it's a sector of people 
then I feel like that's when you start making it because yeah. you know if enough people start relating to you like that that's when you become friends with people because yeah. you relate to them on a certain level Where, so it's like it got to resonate with people exactly bro. so it's like yeah. if you're able now let me to, let me ask you sorry I don't mean to cut you no, off go you ahead. finish go I was going to say let me ask you this on the sense of producer level cuz mm -hmm. both of you guys have produced and made beats so like is there is, is there that click as a producer too as an artist when you stop making like I need to make a beat for so and so like when you just start like grinding it out every day you're just making music for me I always made music that I like. And then if gotcha. somebody else like it, I'm like, go. Cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, for me, like, you know, and not not saying that like arrogantly, it's just like, I feel like if I'm on some shit, it's the shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and, you, your beats hey, are like, all right. Yeah. I, you know <laughs> what I mean? Hey, hey, hey. Somebody say that, somebody sound good. Yeah, you, know? Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As long as my mama happy, you know, I'm just not Yeah, but, and yeah. by the way, go listen to Don't Overthink It. Yeah, go check us out, man. Because take that sound out. Go yeah. listen. Now. What about you, Wolf? Did you ever have that moment of, well, because you've both, which is funny, is you've both. I mean, you guys probably don't know this. Well, you know, but Duke yeah. may know that you produced a few records for oh, Ryan I didn't too. Know that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, I used to dabble. Yeah, I used to dabble. Wolf used to dabble. By the way, one of my favorite row records before I moved out here <laughs> was Hit the Lights. So when I met you, and I was like, "Who the fuck's this one?" one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I made that." Oh wait, hold on. He made Hit the Lights. Oh, okay, it's different. No, but that was one of my favorite when before when Row was like, "Move out here." do this like and Damn, and I never hit, knew the, hit the lights was one of my favorites bro <laughs> well yeah i mean just i, I always like duke was saying I, I always wanted to make beats that i wanted to listen to it was not Got like it, i was never like let me make a beat for so-and-so or mm. you yeah. know it was just kind of like i feel like everyone has their you know yeah making music is like being a chef right everybody has their own little spice to it so Facts. it's like like i have different inspirations than duke does so it's like i have a different musical background than he does so it's just like okay like what can i bring to the table so it's like I, at the end of the day i feel like a producer is an a and r but he's just getting multiple things and he's just putting it into one track or multiple tracks so yeah it's like taking sounds and influences it, in a pot it, mixing it, it up it, it, that's what it is like yeah, that, producing that's what, it when people say cooking up you're literally cooking up because it's just like let me get this sound from yeah. this genre chemist, but, bro. but it, also yeah. right there's a difference between a beat maker and a producer yes 100 because a lot of people think like oh i'm a producer like oh you make beat like no there's a there's a dude that just makes beats sends them to so-and-so but mm -hmm. then they're the, the producer right it, it's so, like it's mm -hmm. the whole DJ Khaled thing. People always ask, "What does DJ Khaled do?" DJ Khaled, uh, from he make hits, uh, from outside <laughs> looking in, like he's making hits, right? He yeah, knows he rides jet skis. Yeah, he rides jet skis. <laughs> um, another one, but he's he's literally <laughs> he, making he, another he, he hit. He yells on records. <laughs> he, he's he's little John escalated. Yeah, he's little John I in the 2010s. That. <laughs> that's a great place to be. But, yeah, little that John, is a great think that about dude, little John in the man. 2000s. Yeah. Little John was dropping yes. bangers, but it's just like Outta here. It's just like he's able to like I was saying like he's able to get all these pieces from all these places and make a hit and he yeah. has that ear for it so it's like you know it's like I think that's what the difference between a producer and a beat maker is the beat maker essentially I, f I feel like he's a programmer yeah. mm. you know you're putting drums together you're putting a sample together but at the end of the day it's like it's the producer that's going to take that beat from exactly level F to a level A so it's just like uh, there's definitely a difference. Yeah. Just to and give I, a good comparison, I, I do it in like a movie comparison. 
you got the screenplay writer, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you got the movie producer. Yeah. Right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? There's some people. Sometimes it's the same person. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to grow from being a beat maker to a producer. Producer. And learn how to like put a song together. Which was one of uh, one of my favorite things is when we all got together and worked on that project. Mm-hmm. Was it wasn't you? It wasn't just you bringing beats. You were also providing detail on what this. You know what way we should move on it. Giving yeah. input rather than just being. I'm just saying you be and you do what you want. No. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between really direction. creating. Yeah, yeah, and it and and also in a sense, I feel like those are way better. Oh, wait. <laughs> There's a rando in here that's giving us input on it. By the way, he has nothing to do. He he has nothing to do with the record at all. But yes, I'm gonna call you. Was the whole reason that that came together was Duke because like it was a whole sound that we didn't tap into yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Duke was like, "This is a fucking one right here." You know what I mean? Now that's like one of by far one of our best records and one of the best visuals that we did because we it, it tapped us into a whole new. Wave yeah. and, and a good producer does that. You yeah, know what my, I mean. My point in that, and when we was working on that, you know, on the project, I feel like like Roland, you know, what I'm saying, unless any artist, they kind of like got like their niche. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like if you can get somebody out their comfort zone, the comfort zone to like try something different. You know, for me, I'm like, yo, what if you did something fun? Like, what, yeah. what, what would the fun you be yeah. like? Because I know <laughs> you like kicking it and dressing yeah. and all. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, I remember so, uh, we were almost going off like Bay Area type sound. Yeah. I remember we named it Bay Jones for a while. <laughs> I, I was, that's what we had. That was like the yeah. file that bounced around. That's it's what it was called. And that. I kept playing it all the time. You know what I mean? So it's it's funny, too, because when you like work in it, too, like you're so used to records being named a certain thing when they're yeah. getting bounced around <laughs> and getting, you know what I mean? So like for me, that was always Bay Jones. And then when it came out, I'm going to call you. It's like... I, I feel like when I'm the first, now that I'm, it's all coming back. I feel like Ro FaceTime me, and, yeah. and when he was here with Wolf. It might have been in his studio or something like that. I don't know. Was y'all working or something like that? And he was like, "Yo, that's the song you need to put that out." You was talking to Roland. Oh, that was Nate. That was, was Nate that Brush. Nate? Shout oh, out to Nate. You, that wasn't you. Yeah. No, that wasn't. Right. Me. He I has feel a like beard. He was there I, I think he has a beard too. So. Sorry, yeah. man. All beard be people look alike. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> I'm terrible, bro. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> no, but that's Nate. But Jeez. that is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Nate because he's the reason why we're in this beautiful setting okay. that we have Appreciate right now. That you, is Nate, a plug. Yeah, it's, it's all coming full circle though. Because sorry you just that you and Wolf look like your cousins. <laughs> <laughs> On camera though, only on camera. No, only on camera. <laughs> Take your go to Mavlash. <laughs> Mav, yeah, drop the Mavlash. Okay. Um, oh but but you know, just you, you said it before you even said it. I was like, when I first listened to that record, I'm like. That's Bay Area. Yeah. Like, that's Bay yeah. Area shit. And it's funny because I've been listening to so much Bay Area shit lately that yep. I was just like, yo, that record was Bay Area. So it's, it's just like, what? For, for, for me, when I heard him do that, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I looked at him like, motherfucker, you had this the whole time? Okay, like, like here, here's the you question. You know what I mean? Because it was, it, you know, because I hear it all. And I've, I've been through it for a few years now where yeah. I'm hearing the sound. And like, when he tapped into that, I'm like, okay, so this, this is the magic you get when you work together. Yeah, when you yeah. as a family, like when mm-hmm. you're all in the room. You, there was times where we chilled, shit didn't really happen. Yeah. But because of that first time where shit didn't happen and we came into the next moment, mm-hmm. I feel like an energy created from that it's first time. Like that. And that's and that's what I feel like yeah. the difference is, is a lot of people don't realize how important that is to mesh and yes. get into you're not like being altered by any means no like you're just taking an energy and perspective from other people and it mm-hmm. creates a whole new energy and vibe exactly. when, you, when you record music facts yep. yeah but so a question about 
you guys being from the East Coast. Yeah. Like, how did that, how do different sounds hit your area? Because, like, you guys are, Massachusetts isn't really, like, a yeah. big music city. So no, it's not. How do it's you not. consume uh, music or how did new music cons- I mean, like, hit you guys? Like, I was New York, Bay Area, Houston, Atlanta. Like, how does that get to uh, Massachusetts? I mean, for, for real, I don't think it got to it by any sense of like an artist taking mm-hmm. it and giving it to you. I think it was just if you're into hip hop music, like I know, like for me growing up, and I was mostly influenced by whatever my brother was listening to. Mm-hmm. So like he had the Tupac and Biggie posters. So yeah, I'm of like, you know what I mean? I'm of young and, and I've always had this obsession. Like what you mm-hmm. said, I was in chorus and played violin. Like I always, music always, I mean, you know, I'm listening to NSYNC and Best. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but hey, but when you get to a records, cer- bro. You know, yeah, records. Hey, it's trying to be a star. Superstars. But like at a certain point, you change from that and I'm realizing, oh, who are these posters of? And I start yeah. listening and that's like when hip hop took me over was yeah. like with Pac and Big but at the same time favorite Pac re- album huh favorite Pac album oh is that the next we should do that as the next oh damn yeah let's do it I ain't mean to cut you I just had to ask that oh <laughs> uh, man I, hold on I really need can I like look real nah. quick no no <laughs> because, because no cheating no no for me favorite pack album bro <laughs> right need, now hold on hold on hold on nice. because i feel like i'm gonna say something <laughs> and forget my favorite so hold on let me just dive in real quick <laughs> i got mine already yo can i just be uh, straight up favorite pack album okay uh, come on will it's really between two for me all right I, so. i've honestly never really listened to pack Oh, okay, God. well, you still yeah. gotta give one out. Hold on, real quick, so. man. I'm about to go get my boxing gloves out. You want to <laughs> you you do something to him real quick, dude? Yeah, it's okay. Man. Come on, bro. <laughs> all right, well, hey, I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna just leave mine. We well, can take a shot on this. All eyes on me. Yeah, well, now nah, that was mine. All right, cool. Nah, I mean, that's the one with the double album, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that one had bangers. Okay, so is that Throughout. your favorite album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, we favorite. all agree. Do you, ta- do you take a shot? <laughs> Let's take a shot anyway. You know what? We're it. taking a Let's shot because of that. Because this moisty didn't even freaking <laughs> really. Said, he said, hold on, that's the one Who with the double. Who were you listening to? Yeah. What, was, what was your? Yeah, actually, I mean, I'm curious. What were you listening to? You're West Coast. N- I know, but like, it's what just was, like, like, would you listen to Limp Biscuit or some shit? No, no, no. Like, uh, so <laughs> like this because I listened to Limp like, Biscuit too. <laughs> a lot of my older cousins were listening to like uh, Snoop Dogg. Um, and okay. then, you know, like when I was in middle school is when I really started like listening to music. Um, yeah. it, it was Jay Z for me, you know. Jay Z was that dude. Um, Cheers, by the way. Cheers. Yeah, you've always been a. Uh, we all know this. <laughs> everyone knows. You everyone room for both though. No, so here's the thing. Everyone know Wolf a Jay Z fan. Like they know I'm a Drake fan. Like <laughs> yeah. this motherfucker so, dies and breathes Jay Z. So it's just like at that time it was Jay Z for me, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. I. It, it was always just like Jay Z, Jay Z, and because of Jay Z and the whole East Coast uh, thing, it was just like I'm gonna start listening to more and more East Coast artists. So it's mm-hmm. like I feel like uh, when I got to high school was where I really dove into music. It was like okay, like what East Coast, what other East Coast artists are there? So it's just mm-hmm. like you know, I, I really got into huge into the East Coast scene. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah. why I didn't. And listen it's too there's much a different hip- sound in that rap. Yeah. Too. You know what exactly. I mean? There is that like kind of hard knock, like gritty. You I know feel what I mean? like since we, you know, you from, y'all from Mass, I'm from Ohio. We yeah. right there, so it's like yeah, that's automatically on our list. So it's 100%. like what else? You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. You know Got what it. Mean? Yeah, but, that's. Well, you go ahead. No, go ahead. 
<laughs> no, no, I've well, had this question for a while, so you can. Okay, go well, ahead. I was gonna just fade and fade in just because we are getting close to time here. Um, that your initial question was being on the East Coast and getting the influences. For me, I don't think anything really ever got to the East Coast in the sense of like someone brought it. It was mm-hmm. just more of like whatever I think was hot pop culture, like mm-hmm. whatever was being presented to you. Like there was a time for me where like game was it. Which is mm-hmm. so cool to me that you, you know, worked on the whole last album with Game yeah. in the studio with Dre. Like these are legend legends yeah, to right. me. Like the the documentary is one of the greatest rap albums of all time, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. for me, when like you know, and and it's a dream for me to come from the little place I'm from, move out here, and I'm in rooms with Duke, and he's giving me like these stories with Dre and Game, like people Crazy. I never thought yeah. I would come across <laughs> of. You know what I mean? What what was that like? Was that a moment for you? Because I feel like for me, sorry to interrupt. I had a bootleg of uh, the documentary. <laughs> uh, shout out to the bootleg man. Shout out to the bootleg man. Wherever he's at. Wherever you at. <laughs> One way James Cagney was a bootleg. But what? Man. what like, I know a couple. For you being in a studio with yeah. Dre, especially Dre and and Game, like what was that? Like uh, Snoop was there as well, and Snoop, damn, and yeah. you've been in with C Breezy, you've been with Chris Brown, oh, yeah, like you've been yeah. with so many people. So yeah, we went, we went in with Tiller, um, we did shit with Twenty One Savage, Anderson Pac, yeah, Anderson Pac, that's my fire guy. by good the way, yeah, right he's there. fire. I've uh, I've ran into him, he's a good ass. Oh energy. yeah, good yeah. dude. Uh, I brought D Smoke in too. Oh, that's yeah. fire. Um, but what's that like? Was was it? Because for me, I feel like if I had that moment, like something in me would switch. Like, dr- does that happen or no? Uh, you know, for, for me, um, I guess since I've been doing it so long, it's like I, you know, you expect things of yourself. So yeah. it's like I just I can I can honestly say um, with with the whole Dre thing, I'm one of the people I like. Bro, I've been around everybody, and I never be like, yo, let me get a picture, right? And I just thought about it, and I'm like, man, this is something like worth showing my family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like I'm like I'm the dupe that you know eat all the shit out the refrigerator and clean the cabinets out. So. <laughs> And I'm here with Dr. Joe. Now you, so now you vegan bodybuilder. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, it, I mean, it, it, was, it definitely was a legendary moment um, just to kind of see, like, his creative process and just how excited he was. Like, he was like, yo, I'm going to play all some beats. And I'm just yeah. like, for what, so bro? It's like we it, heard him. It almost, like, <laughs> it almost, like, sticks. No matter how big you get, there's always that sense of music, like, let me play you beats. So yeah, let me, like, I can, that's dope. You excited? Because our thing, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of, like more, you know, successful like producers is like it ain't about what you did, it's about what you doing. Mm. So it's like, all right, you know, even when we make a beat, we like, all right, yeah, I made that beat two years ago, but it's out on this album. Listen to what I'm on right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This this present day and this moment. So to see somebody of his caliber have that amount of excitement of excitement about just being creative was like what you know what I mean? It was crazy because yeah. he was like, "Yo, I want to mix some. Um, I gotta mix this song, man. Let me hurry up and do this so we can work." You know, we just like, "Oh, dog, we we just came here to like watch you mix and like yeah. catch a vibe." <laughs> but he still had that man. same excitement, trying like, to work people right in the away. room. Snoop, same thing, trying to work. That's so, fire. Yeah. So, uh, you know, being in a room with Dre and Snoop, how, how do they keep? You know, how do they? How does their musical taste? It, it, if you know. Yeah. How does it? How do you tap into what the youth is doing, or do they even pay attention to the youth? Yeah, well, is that a thing? I think when you like, I, like I was saying earlier, I think just as a creative, you just kind of do what you like, man, mm-hmm. and you you can't really stress on like. 
Cause like what exists now won't exist, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's like right now, like it's so many like R and B hits from the nineties coming back. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. for sure. The I drums feel like sampling from the nineties is like huge. I mean, that, right it all, now. but but see, look, think about it. And then in the nineties, it was sampling from the seventies. That's yep. true. So it was like a twenty year. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel like, man, you know, you can always kind of understand like what's going on. But if you do your own, you know your your own thing, eventually, man, that's the pendulum swing. Shit just come back around, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a big yeah. part of it is surrounding yourself with the right i think building a team is huge and it's not building a team is like having an empire i just think having the the go-to people in your circle or the people you get in a session with the artists you work with the people you move with is huge yeah in music i feel like well i I feel like it's spiritual you know what i'm saying so in a sense of like when you work with people it has to be some kind of connection exactly like when i randomly work with people like i do did dope stuff right but if i get in there with the artists and then we kind of like build before we even work and they laugh and uh, they having a good time and they're like yo yeah you know i like duke man he cool yeah they'll make the best because it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's my job as a producer to make the artist feel like they self you know what I'm saying? In that yep. sense of like when I'm providing them with something. So I'm like, okay, cool. I want you to be as comfortable as possible. And now I'm about to hit your ass with these beats and see what come out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if it's tense and, and I'm really And then you're the playing same. them, they're not really paying attention nah, to. not at all. Yeah. So, so kind of just what you're saying, going off the team, mm-hmm. as a producer, what role in the team do you think they play do you i mean i feel like you said as a producer yeah as a producer like because you know I, yeah. I always like to make uh sports analogies with everything yeah. so it's like in in the sports world what would you say a producer is do you think he would be like the coach the gm or we, what we, is he well i say we the center you know what i'm saying because mm. we we are you shack yeah you know what i'm saying you and, and we control the paint you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i like that the rapper is the point guard or the singer is like the point guard you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? they control the game but it's like it's a, it's up to us to grab that rebound and i feel like that's one that we provide them with a dope ass track it's like mm-hmm. that's a fucking rebound or you just yeah. you can always count on me that if you get that motherfucker inside the paint I'm gonna make sure that when we score, you and know, what I'm saying? and then That's the manager answer. is like MJ or Kobe, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the manager is like Phil Jackson. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, there you go. There he's over. Hey, he's overseeing like the too. whole play, right? Yeah, you know what I mean, and he can count on the center as the producer to, to bring the game. You know, what I'm saying for sure. So. I like that. That, that was is and a I great like, I like, fucking yeah. answer. Yeah, that, that is a great fire. answer. Yeah, because I yeah. always like I always like to make the analogy with sports because like you know it's like you know a team. Right, yeah. you need communication. You need good players. You need a yeah, good coach. It's so it's just like you know, I, I, like what. Th- and then that also, was that was answer. like the perfect gem to drop on them because we don't want to drop too many gems on people, right? We <laughs> no, we do. <laughs> just to even play. Yeah, on just that a little. More. Just even, you know, even <laughs> playing field. If the if the, uh, if the artist. You know, the point guard shoots a bad shot. Yeah. The beat got to be the rebound. Hey, <laughs> damn, you know, that's How true. many songs were you just like, yo, I don't even really know what he's saying. That fucking beat is crazy. <laughs> Facts. You know a what lot. I'm saying? Exactly. I feel like it nowadays a lot. You know, it, shout out to Shaq. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In the pain, you know. Which is the perfect way to wrap this up, too, by the way, because we are running out of time. Yes. Yeah. But that's fire. I mean, hey, this is a very first very special episode i appreciate you of all base no trouble and we had the legend duke on here i am supposed to ask a third question but i'd rather just take a shot with y'all honestly i'm just gonna be come on third question (laughs) i mean actually greatest greatest rap album of all time hold on hold on hold on no 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 no. we we gotta ask a question on this one no no let's have all right greatest rap album of all time that's such an unfair question no okay so since we're coming to the end of the show it there is no discussion on this you know 
all gonna have a different answer, so I'll start pouring the shots. But everyone, go around the room and say your answer, and then we're wrapping I'll it up. I'll let y'all go first. Okay, ah, greatest rap album of shit. all time. Of all the time. Take care. Rap album. <laughs> yep. It's R and B songs on yeah, that. That's album, fine. Bro. Yes, and it's a whole new sound, oh, though. My that's God. mine. Okay, if we're going, you're, you're saying rap, 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 rap. Okay. Reasonable doubt. <laughs> Damn. Rap. I'm gonna have to take a shot. I ain't got one. I just wanted to ask the question. You don't even got one? <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. You, you know what? Because it, it, it really is all opinionative. But what I think, like, when I go to an album and I'm like reminiscing and I'm like, so I get caught. You know what I mean? I almost like fade away for a second. Documentary is up there for me. Documentary, documentary is up there. Like when I play that shit top to bottom, I like almost lose myself for a second. I, I love the blueprint. Oh, so y'all both had Jay Z. All right, we I can mean, definitely end the show it. on that with these two Jay Z. <laughs> 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 All right, no, we'll pull this yeah. last shot up though. For real, I mean, shit, but no, my my first initial answer is the truth. Answer is take care. Oh my god, yeah, just That's the go- most light skin album. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what And that's not a hate At any light skinned people Out there but. <laughs> Just kind of going back Off the blueprint I feel like You know I like Reasonable Doubt I know we said We were going to have A discussion about this But Reasonable Doubt Was Jay Z With all the doubters In front of him And I feel like Blueprint was like I'm here Fuck yeah, y'all But you had to go back Everybody went back To listen to Reasonable Doubt Because Blueprint that's Was so very great Because if Blueprint true. Wouldn't have been great if I'm like, yeah. if I can tune true. in on the on the Jay Z debate, yeah. it's black album for me. See, I feel like there's three, there's black, multiple stages of Jay Z. Black album, black album is the. What one. more the can I say? Album. Is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So Lucifer was on there. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. Was on there. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. That's the only one. All right, Look, cheers. Shout out to Kanye on the production. Hey, hey you know we on it. Lucifer, I don't want to. Kanye made some shit. H Tilda is up. Come on, man. I, wait, what other record? He did Izzo too. Yes. Yeah. Come He's, on, man. Yeah. Mr. West is in the building. Did Mr. West is in the fucking building. Hey, but for real, um, Duke, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate you. As our very first you, guest. I feel like it was a special moment, our very first episode. Love, thank you. Gonna be a lot to do. I think we gotta do a part two episode with Duke. Hey, we get it coming down the line. I'm with y'all, man. Yes. We're, we're going to open up a discussion about the greatest That's rap <laughs> album of all time. And so it's going to be the ready. starting topic. <laughs> and no, al- no yeah. rap albums or R&B songs. Oh, <laughs> come on. It's called, it's called changing. It's called you know, rap. It's, called, it's called bringing a whole new dimension. Not to, rhythm but, and blues. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, thank you for tuning in to All Bass, No Trouble. That is episode one. Peace. Love, peace. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of All Base No Treble. If you could please subscribe and like and also get the notification button smash for us, that would mean the world to us. If you'd like to keep up with myself, my co-host, or our special guest this week, all of our social medias and info is right below. And if you would like to listen, tune into Apple Podcasts or Spotify as you can hear us on there as well. Again, thank you so much for tuning in this week and I will see you on the next episode.